And we are back for another episode of the Trail Runners Experience. I'm Daniel Ferugia, and I'm joined today by the greatest athlete that's ever walked this room. True that. Kate Marsden. That's right. That's you, my that's wife. Me. Every time I say my wife, I keep, I always. You say imagine like, you're Borat? I when say you? like Borat. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I think people might think I'm a bit racist. It's going to be like, like one of those things. Thing. Um, no, like like Benny Hill. Like people of a certain age make reference to Benny Hill, yeah. and no one else gets it. It's going to be like that. Our age. Yeah, Borat's group. a bit like ten years ago, isn't he? I think it's more than that. No. Really? Like it? Yeah. So much of my 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 vocabulary comes out of Borat. <laughs> I'm sorry to it's hear terrible. that. It's terrible. I know. We're talking. But yeah, I think that's going to be like something that our generation and younger people are going to be like, I don't, it's just one of those things that people their age do. Yeah. Like call each other love. and. I, I can't believe it. Hey, we're getting old. Mm. 1979. Well, at the sixth day yesterday, which oh. we'll get into. Yeah, this is a running podcast. We should we, talk about yeah, running. Yeah. yeah. Let me get there. Yeah. Um, no, at the sixth day, one of the competitors was involved in a conversation with us where I said, every day I'm shuffling. Oh, yeah. And then you were like, he, you, you, I made, you, you also referenced it. And he was like, oh, it was one of my sixth grade bangers. I know, I'm that like, made me laugh. Yeah. Because he, so, yeah, how, he must have been only in his early 20s. <sighs> and like, I remember. I be, don't even know. Because that, when that song came out, I was in my 30s already. Yes. So and I feel really you loved sad to do the running man. I did. You loved a bit of shuffling. Put a couple of beers in me. Yeah. And, and you were shuffling, shuffling all over town. I've got video Hello. evidence of it at all. It's the funniest thing. I'm a marvelous The look dancer. on your face. You're so yeah. happy with yourself as you're doing it. Look, if you can't be happy when you're dancing, when can you be? Well, happy? that's exactly right. Yeah. So maybe running. Yes. And, also running. And, and one, one other thing that I can think of. Taking but, the dog for a walk. <laughs> yes, if that's what you want. Speaking wanted. of the dog, that's let the dog a, out. I'm going to let the dog out. How'd you go? There you go. Um, so anyway, yes, so a couple of things to talk about today. Yes. With, on this episode of the Trail Runners podcast, episode number whatever it is. Yeah. 70-something. Yep. Um, but Kate's now my official co-host, yes. which is really nice. I'm yeah. sorry, everybody. I'm going to try my hardest. She's going to – she's – got to believe that she is a runner so she's got legitimate things to say she still has that imposter syndrome did you do you still have that don't yeah you? absolutely yeah now you're a good runner thanks i mean yeah. there's good and there's great yeah i'd say you're upper level good i'm not going to the olympics no. but i'm doing okay in adelaide if trail running ever makes it to the olympics <laughs> that'd be so good how good would that be yeah well i think with the um the way trail running has um or mountain there's a few things I might talk about next week. Yeah. With mountain running and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, the way things are going, I would not be surprised if if it makes an appearance at, at an at an upcoming Olympic Games. Yeah. I would love it if it well, was Brisbane. Break dancing is gonna be on at the Olympics. Break dancing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's lots of sports at the Olympics yeah. that are that I mean, that's the whole point of the Olympics. They introduce new sports. Yeah. You know, it's not. If you look at, at like the diff, like the time different differential between like breakdancing being like super popular and everything. And then by the time it gets to the Olympics, what's that, 30 or 40 years? So oh. 
in about 30 or 40 years, trail running. So you think trail be. running will, will fall out of popularity? It'll go the way of breakdancing. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I, I, just, I don't know if it will. I, don't, I think it's here to stay now. Yeah. Because people, because as a society, the world has gotten so much more um, metropolitan. Yeah. You know, so many more people live in cities now. Like, yeah. Like, it's just full of cities. Yeah. Full, full, like, the cities are so much full. The rural areas are getting yeah. smaller. Yeah. Like, but so people want to get out into the forest, yes. into the bush or into the They desert. do. What is it that yeah. the Japanese people do and then they call it something like earthing or like, you know, yeah. where they, where they go earthing. out into the forest? Yeah, tree bathing. Tree bathing. Yeah. Yes. It's a thing. I do it every day. Yeah. But, like, but not, I don't call it tree bathing. I just call it going for a run. Yeah. <laughs> it's not tree bathing. I'm just going for a run. That's it. And we're lucky around here because we've got lots of, even when we're on the, like the linear path, yeah. there's so many trees and it's, it is nice. Yeah. I um, was listening to, and I highly recommend this podcast mm -hmm. for people who are interested in like self-improvement, which most runners are. Yeah. It's a legitimate one. These guys are not like, um, it's not, not just wanky. horsing around like us. No. No. We're right. serious. This is a serious podcast. Yeah. Man. I'm very serious. You hear that? I'm getting serious. Now. Yeah. He's call, pointing to his knee. I called you a woman. It's a woman. <laughs> Woman. Yeah, I did. <laughs> woman who I love and, <laughs> and, and respect greatly. That's, yeah. Along with all the other women that I respect greatly. Exactly. However, so she yes. liked the way I backpedaled. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I was talking about, um, oh yeah, this podcast. And so it's Steve Magnus and yes. Brad Stuhlberg, ah. uh, the authors of a, an amazing book called Peak Performance. Yep. And I, I highly, highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. You know, I always talk about it. Yes. To you. And, and what do you call it? Pete's performance. <laughs> Pete's performance. It yeah. sounds like... I'm like, what's Pete's performance been today? It sounds like a fictitious book about some guy named Pete. Yeah. Who... Who did real good at something. Anyway. But no, Pete performance. Peak performance. Highly recommend it. Check out the podcast that he's got with Brad Stuhlberg, who he co-authored this book with. Um, and it's... Um, what's the name of the podcast? I'm trying... The Growth Equation. Ah. So, because the whole thing in the, the book, peak performance, mm -hmm. it applies to running more than anything because yep. Steve Magnus is a running coach, but it applies to lots of other things in life, and that is stress plus rest equals growth, uh -huh. and they call it, that is the growth equation. Yeah. Yep. So when we, run our, when we run, we create a certain degree of stress in our body, yep. and then we rest. We rest. We let it heal. adapts. Yeah. And grows. Yeah. You know, it's like when you break a bone. Yes. It does a kind of, it's, that's yeah, like yeah. A, an ultimate stress, really. Yeah. Yeah. Because it snaps and what happens? Do you, you know, like. It knits back together, baby. But it's actually quite often stronger. Yeah. You get like you a know? bony callus. Yeah. In saying that, like, you know, like breaking a bone is not really like a constructive um, way of making like your it, bones strong. Yeah. Probably no. one of the least. But exercise is. But what happens when you exercise? You get little tiny microfractures. Yeah. And yeah. your bone gets denser. That's why they encourage old people to run. This is where I heard it from, and from Big Carol, yeah, my mum, yeah. who goes to the gym all the time on the reg in her 70s, and she's like, oh, it's important. You need to get microfractures in your bones, Kate, so you don't get osteoporosis. Yeah. It's like, oh. It is. They, that's why that's like, they encourage people when my mum worked in the old people's home yeah they encouraged the old people to, to jump to try and get oh off yeah the, yeah off yeah because the yeah. there's there's impact forces yeah around. so <laughs> they, they do like simon says not to jump off the roof or anything no like i was that. imagining you like they encourage them to like fall over so they break bones get t 
Yeah, how do you strengthen a hip? <laughs> Break it a couple of times. Right. Let's start sprinkling some talcum powder around, ladies. <laughs> oh. and spill some oil. Man. <laughs> that's terrible. No, so that's a nice little sidebar. Yeah. So a couple of things I want to cover today. Okay. So we'll start with... <clears throat> We'll start with the bad, shall we? Yes. Let's start with the bad so we can move on to the good. Okay. So I haven't mentioned it in the podcast. I may have mentioned it in the podcast ages ago, and a lot of people listening to this will probably already know this, but this huge event that we're doing in New Zealand, or we've been, we've been planning on for we more were, than a year. We've been training and saving. Yeah. and It's called The Wild. And so some people may know. So it's, it was set. As a, I was doing the 100-mile version, which was um, – uh, we had 11,000 metres of climbing. It was going to be the biggest race of my life, you know, yeah. in, terms, in every sense. And it was – this whole year of my life was focused on, on that race. That. I'd yes. forego lots of other – I've never felt so focused. So I was foregoing yeah. other races. Yeah. And um, But I was like, it's all good. And you were doing the 20 – the 20 miles. 20 miles, which has had yep. a, a lot of elevation per yes. kilometre. Yep. And you want to just go in that and really blitz it, though. Like, uh, no, I think you would, would, you, your, your endurance is really good right now for a distance yeah. like that. So it would yeah. be a step down in distance so you can... Yeah, but still, like, as gruelling, but just over a I shorter mean. space of time. Yeah. But well, not even a shorter space of time, just a, a shorter space on the earth. It just... But you... It, and you would have done really well. Yeah, and I was I, equal parts excited and shitting myself. We're, we're talking in past tense because it's, the race has been cancelled. And we only found out last week, and it was cancelled due to uh, financial reasons. And so the the company Fusion Events, they actually went I guess, bankrupt. bankrupt. Mm-hmm. So they went, and so we basically received an email and um, saying something to the effect of, with, "It's with heavy hearts that we." Um, have to, have to cancel the event. This, this event, and they they cited a few things like just they've really struggled through COVID and like every business. And then, mm. and then they, str- then there was natural disasters in New Zealand that affected them and they went bankrupt. And so they had to call in the receivers and there was no way. So they were insolvent and it's, I feel bad. I'll start by saying I feel bad for the fusion events people. Yeah. But I don't. No one wants their, their company to go bankrupt. No one wants their, their business yeah. to fail. No, I, I but somewhere along the line, I mean, there's a lot of people have lost a lot of money. Yeah. You know, we've lost well over a thousand dollars, and it's. I know it's in the grand scheme of things, it's not our wage, but it's it's more than that. And, I, and so, like, yeah, we we because there's a very high likely, highly likely that we won't get our money back. Yeah. They've sort of and um, so. Dealing just, with disappointment. This is dealing with disappointment. So I'm disappointed about the initial shock of that with all the training. And feeling very fit at the moment, like because I have my training has been going really well. I've just been balancing this, the recovery well. Yeah. And feeling like my hill climbing is the best it's ever been. Yep. And um, you're feeling as though your training is in an excellent place to put you in a good position in this race. Yeah. That you've been looking could, forward to. Yeah. For years. Yeah. And, yes. And then, to, and it's the most we've ever spent on a race. That's the funniest thing. Yes. Never spent so much on a race no. in my life. And bloody merchandise. I bought hats. What's the I'm never going to – oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm never going to – we're never going to see those hats. No. So, yeah, it's a lot of money and the, it's – yeah, it's disappointing. And it's like whether it's through mismanagement 
I, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, well, look, I don't want to get. If we're putting this out into space, yes, we don't want to go. No, all I'm going to say is that a week before they were encouraging people to buy mandatory equipment, and I feel like a week ago they would have known that there was trouble at Bruin. They yeah. can't. They can't have all of a sudden gone from full steam ahead to oh shit. Turns out we're broke. And yeah. we can't afford to pay people back the money that they spent. And it's not even just that it's the amount of money that you spend on the actual race itself. It's the mandatory equipment. It's the travel to get there. It's, you know. Accommodations. Accom- yeah, it's it's a lot yeah. of things. And so it's not just going to be the race, the people who are directly involved in the race that are missing out. It's going to be all the people who are cancelling their flights and their Airbnbs and their yeah. hire cars and... Yeah, it's got a big ripple-on effect. It, it does. And, um, and for a small town like Arrowtown, yeah. that's a that's big. Yeah, I mean, it's been a pretty touristy – it's not far from Queenstown. Yeah. We've been there, and, like, yeah. and it's beautiful. Another reason why we're, like, really looking yes. forward to it. Yeah. Um, so chances – I mean, we're probably we're still going to go to New Zealand, yeah? Yes. But we're probably just going to go as a holiday now. Yeah, maybe we we probably we may not even go down to Arrowtown because we've been down there before. Yeah, we might go and do some things in New Zealand that we've never done. Yeah, and um, so it's sort of um, yeah, it's disappointing. And so like I, I've, so I guess this is the top. The thing is, I've got all this training. We've both done some great training leading to this big A race. Yeah, and this happened a lot during COVID, during the pan, the height of the pandemic. Yes, and um, we um. But it's like, so what do you do with all this fitness? And so it's like, because it's not like a bank. If you don't, I mean, I'm still training. I no. never stopped. Yeah. But I, this last week was going to be a really big week for me. Yeah. I dialed the mileage back. Uh, I was going to do like 120 Ks this week. Yeah. I only did like 85. Yeah. But I did a lot of, it was still a good week. But the, like you're thinking, what's the point now? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but I'm not stopping. I haven't, no. I haven't missed. I haven't just had three days off or something. No. But like because the and this is like the key between being a, a bet to become a better runner in one percent and just to enjoy the training. Yes. And, and embrace the the process of training. Yeah. And and a lot of people and like, enjoying that feeling of fitness just yeah. for the sake of it rather I than feel like it's all right to be disappointed. Oh yeah. But then you've got to move on. Like Kip yeah. Shogi. Yeah. When he. When Elliot Kipchoge and a lot of elite athletes, when they finish a race, yeah, no matter how good or bad they go in that race, yeah, they give themselves forty-eight hours, so two days, yeah, and then they have to move on, regardless of whether. So Kipchoge, ah. when he broke the world record, yeah, he's already f- moved on. He's Whoa. already he's already thinking about the next thing. So, but it, what that, if on day three you still want to be pleased with yourself? You can be satisfied, but you can't. Do, it doesn't want you to dwell on it. So you've got to oh. make, start making plans. Okay. Yeah, and so oh. I think it's really healthy because when it goes bad, yeah, it helps you not. Because I mean, the thing is that people dwell longer on the negative. Yeah. Things. Yes, that is and true. So, so by training yourself to no matter what have just that hard and fast rule. Yeah. It it works to a degree. Anyway, it's about so we didn't dwell. We haven't. We tried. I've come up with a few ideas. I had considered having a crack at an Everest. Yep. Like up and down one of the hills here on Black Hill. Mm. That's a lot of reps on the same hill. It is. Yeah. So maybe there's. I did get a bit of an offer. I was thinking of running, like the local Urabilla Trail, just 
doing it solo. Yeah. Well, in the next week or so, I may still may do that. Yeah. But looking like mm. I'm going to move on and have a, a go at just doing the Great Southern Endurance Run. Yeah. Fifty miler. Yeah. Which is still massive. Yeah. With a lot of vert and whatnot, but. I could, yeah, I don't really feel like the 100 because my heart's not in the 100 miles. Even, yeah. So, yeah. But it and it is, a, it is a bit of a doozy of a race. Well, then. The initial yeah. climb is Rolonka Donk. 1,500 metres or something. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's one of the hardest races in Australia. The, the 100 miler is yeah. the hardest, easily the hardest race in Australia. It probably was going to, the wild was going to match it. Wow. So, it was gonna, okay. so, same elevation pretty much. Yeah. And only um, a month earlier. Yeah, so, yeah, I lose that month of training. So, yeah. yeah, which so, is one of the well, reasons why you want to tone it down to the 50. Yeah, I think yeah. I'll, I'll run quite well in the 50. I feel like I'm strong enough. I've got good endurance. But yeah. yeah. So, there, that's it. So, go over for that. Yeah. And um, so, I guess... And I'll just stay here and languish. Languish? What are you going to do? What do you want to do? I don't know. That's that's I, the thing I is, I where, whereas you, you've gone... I'm annoyed. I'm moving on. I'm planning to do this thing. I'm just, I'm just gonna like wallow, I think, for a couple of weeks until I get some pep back in my step, and then do this summer trail series. You got a title to it. Well, look, I know that I know that it's not going to let me down. You know, it's one of those races where it's one of those series. Yeah, you enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's not going to be cancelled. It's. And, like, it's not a crazy length that I need to, like, rearrange my life around. It's good. And it's fun. It's super fun. It keeps you honest through summer. Yes. With your training. I know because so many people go, oh, I can't train in summer. It's like you bloody can. There's more hours in the day. <laughs> um, I mean, literally, there's not more hours in the day, but there's more daylight. Yeah. But it's also, harder to be a raper in the daylight. <laughs> which is a concern for women runners. You can go off running in the nighttime. Yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely right. And the only downside is it's so hot during the day. <laughs> so you've got to get that run in still pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, you're right. It's great. Do the summer trail series, but maybe think of something else. Yeah. Anyway, I think you should have a crack at the um, at, at a flat half marathon because you've done a lot of half marathons this mm. past year. Well, we're coming up to half marathon season, are we not? Yes. Yeah, well, there you go. Or maybe towards yeah, – there's one more. No, there's only one more or two more. Huh? I don't know. I'm Around very here. confused. Anyway, we're heading into summer. Mm. There's not as many longer races. No. But, yeah, so that's a, a plan. I guess we'll keep everyone posted about yeah. what's, what's happening. But Great Southern Endurance Run, I wonder if anyone else has done it. Maybe they can let me know, let us know. Oh, yes. Personal experience stories yeah. would be greatly appreciated. My good friend Isabel Ross – who I have hosted another podcast with, the Coaches Roundtable. She has won the Great Southern Endurance Run, and you can still listen to the Couches, the Couches Roundtable, the, the, cou- <laughs> the Coaches Roundtable. Yes, and my can other podcast, not? the Couches Roundtable. <laughs> Is that just a coffee table? No, it's, it's a podcast about couches uh, and and roundtables. And roundtables. Wow, yeah. I haven't listened to that one. It's for all your upholstery needs. Can I be a guest? <laughs> On that one? I guess, yeah. No, and my other one, the, cou- the Coaches Roundtable. Yes. Yes, with Ashley Drew and Isabel Ross. Yes, it's there. You can just look for it. Go yep. into your nearest podcast shop. Maybe you could put a link a to podcast. it. Yeah. Mm. Put a link to it, yeah. Mm. You can't go into a podcast shop. You didn't even pick up on that. Oh, I wasn't listening to you. I was thinking about myself. I said go into your nearest podcast shop and buy 
<laughs> by an episode. Do you know, I knew someone, I won't mention any names, who bought an, iP- an iPod back in the day and took it home and then took it back to the shop and was like, this has no music on it. And they were like, no, I, I know you have to put the music on yourself. And he was like, I didn't pay $700 to put the music on myself. We like. He was like, take yes, it back. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like, this is ridiculous. It says it has 5,000 songs on it or it's something. It's like buying a tape deck and expecting there to, it to be full of tapes. Yeah, look, I'm not <laughs> saying that I agree. It's just funny. Um, so in other news. Yes. There's an event on right here <gasps> in Adelaide right now. There is. And it's the Adelaide Six Day. and um, That's right. They run for six days on a track at Thornton Park yeah. in Athelston that's, what is it, 1.4-kilometre loop? Yeah. Um, and they just keep running and running and running for six whole days. And listen, hold on to your hats. I went down there for a little while and I was running some laps, um, and I did get uh, like mildly inspired, and I was like, "Oh, because it's a great vibe. vibe like it's is a good. really, it's got a really cool feel to it down there at the moment. Everyone's, I mean, it's early days, but everyone's super pumped and chatting to each other. Everyone's in really good spirits. Um, yeah, it's just a really nice. Our daughter's going down this evening to help out with with me. With you, yes, yeah, she's not going to be down there by herself. Um, <laughs> Get the athletes and dinner. Yeah, 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 and she 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 loved it. She was having a great time, and like, if a ten year old can dig something, it's got to um, be pretty good. So we've had it's been interesting. So I guess we're on the. What day is it on? I forget. Day three or day something. Day three, I think. Coming today? up on no, no, it's day two. Yesterday was day one. No, I'm, I'm confused. No, anyway, no. there there are ways in. I'm just yeah. As I'm talking, I'm looking for the um the there's a, there is a link, but basically yeah. So the currently the leader. Last I checked, the leader David Turnbull, oh, not David Turnbull, another former guest, David Billet, who is um oh, no David has been overtaken. Um, so we're this By is Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. Ah. So. Fit, this is going to date really poorly. Yeah. Because, but 52 hours in, we've, or nearly 53 hours in, um, we've got Stephen Wright, I think, I don't know where he's from, but he's done 203 laps and has done 289.275 kilometers. That's crazy. And David Billet, who was leading for a long time, has done 270 kilometers. So, yeah. And An interesting happen, thing happened with David Billish yesterday. Yeah. He he walked. So David is a really fast walker, right? He walked nonstop at the beginning. He's a, And so he's like, but then he was on track. He realized for what they call a centurion. Do yeah. you know what that is? No. So a centurion is if you can walk to, to walk 20, walk 100 miles in under 24 hours. Oh, wow. And that's what he did. Not many people didn't do it. And, you know, and he did it. And then he even considered going for the double centurion. Yeah. And in under forty-eight hours, but I think yeah. he's missed that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, at, so he got that. Then he got to two hundred kilometers yeah. and, and broke the Australian record for the f- fastest two hundred kilometers. That's amazing. Yeah, and we were there, wasn't it? it was yeah. Great. Yeah, it was and amazing to was, watch. His mum was there. She was in tears. She was so stoked. 
Yeah. The photographer came down to capture it. It was amazing. He's such a, he's got really long legs. He walks so quickly. He, you know? They go all the way up. <laughs> I don't think he's got no stomach or or chest. It's just his legs, they go all the way up to his shoulders. To his collarbone, yeah. 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 No, not quite. <laughs> he, um, he, but yeah, so anyway, he's going well. Then we've got Perry, I'll go through some of the results. Yeah, Perry yeah. Newburn from New Zealand, he's um, in third on 188. Then we'll skip down. Um, a couple of my guys who I've interviewed on the podcast and I've spoken about a lot. Matthew Woodman is in fifth place with um, 245 kilometres. Yeah. He's doing really well. He's starting to come through the field a bit now. And then Tamas Lorintz, he has done really well. It's just behind Matthew by... Uh, just by 14 kilometres, but yeah. he's, he's done 158 kilometres. So he's oh, 100. Sorry, I got it wrong. That's how many laps he's done. Yeah. So Matthew's done 245 kilometres. Tamas has done 225. Yeah. So it's insane. Yeah. And there is a bloke in it. Um, John Timms is there. He is 80 years old. He is. He looks at every bit an 80-year-old. And I mean this in the nicest possible way because he's now almost up to 200 kilometres. He's done 193 kilometres. Yeah. He didn't look that old at the start. At the start, he looked like he was 25. Yeah. No. He was fresh. No, man. He is a character and he he used to know. He's met Giannis Kouros. Yeah. The great. The great. And he's also met um, the other guy. Cliff Young. Cliffy. Yeah. yeah. Cliff Young, and he's run with them. Wow. So, yeah. But, um, no, and then um, we've got lots of people. And then in, I think tomorrow the there's another race, the 72-hour start, then the 48-hour, and then on the final day is the 24-hour. the 24. So, and I did contemplate after doing my few laps and digging on the vibe, doing that, except, ah, oh, we're going to be out of town. Going on a little holiday. Yeah. But yes, but I think you'd do well at it, Kate. And yeah. um, we have um, – it's interesting, just scanning through the results here, the three yeah. women, yeah. Top, the, the top three, they're all really quite close together. Yeah. So I'm not sure how to pronounce this person's name, but I'll, yeah. I'll go. Nibodori? Nibodri? Nibodri, I feel. Yeah. I, I apologise greatly, and surname is Christy. She um, is killing it on 216 kilometres. Yeah. Then Sarah Barnett, who's a bit of a legend of the trail running community here in, or the sorry, the ultra community. Yeah. Especially in this multi-day stuff. Yeah. She's done 210 kilometres. Yeah. And Karen. Karen Chan has just, oh, like one lap behind Whoa. Sarah. So it's close. One lap is very close. So and those women were looking good yesterday. They, yeah. When they were coming around, they had a lot of pep in their step. Yeah. You, that's the word, the term of the day for you, isn't it? Pep in their step. Pep in the step. Is it? You love a bit of pep in your step. No. Um, yeah. So that's um that's a rundown of of what's happening with the the, the sixth day. And um, sadly, this is the final year that. Ben, the great Ben Hawkins will be organising this race and this is his last race as a race director. So I'll say a special shout-out to Ben because he's yeah, a bloody legend. And he, he is. He's, um, he's done a lot. He's brought a lot of really good races and 
Yeah. Just good feelings. Well, but you know. To the trail, yeah. He's done, he's. He started a lot of things that a lot of people have. Um, well, he started the Summer Trail Series. Yeah. Started heaps of different. Hyson. He started Hyson. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Heaps of things that other people have, have you know, now get the pleasure of yeah. running. Yeah. In, yeah. So he's, um, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, you'll be missed, Ben. So thank you, mate. You're a legend. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe someone else wants to take that up. Six day. Yeah, maybe. Just going to throw throw out a few names. Maybe Sark want to get on board with that since it is like a, a road running. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm just, look. I'm just throwing things out here. Who else? There's a bunch of uh, maybe the runners one crew could put something on. They um. There's a lot of them involved. Like that's a big group. Yeah. yeah. That's something that they can. Well, it's a good sign. Yeah. Who they could get on board with. Um, it's just a big Adelaide Trail Runners. Commitment. Yeah. Mm, it is a big time commitment. And, look, Ben's got a lot on his plate. So he's done well. Thank you very much, Ben. Yep. Um, let's uh, keep this podcast rolling, okay. shall we? Let's talk about your training. Oh. Or shall we, shall, we do the, shall we do the other thing? No, we'll talk about my training. You don't want to do this other thing? No. I, look, I don't want to talk about my thing. Okay. I want to talk about my training. Okay. Because I am having a little pause from it at the moment. Yeah. Um, it's a good time to reflect. Yeah. Like a coach re reflects with an athlete. Yes. I'm yeah. reflecting on myself and my abilities. No, what, a couple of things. The other night you and I were talking about a particular training plan, a mono fatlek. Fartlek, was it? Mo a mono fartlek. A mono fartlek. Well, mono fatlek. <laughs> I don't want, yeah. Fartlek sounds bad enough. Yes, but a fatleg. That's <laughs> when you just went, that's when you run in a circle and so you get one big muscly leg. A fatleg. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly um, it. <laughs> <laughs> And we were looking at it and looking at how hard it looked, but it occurred to me that I, like, it dawned on me that if I got that on my training plan, I would think that was fun. And it was a, it was interesting that at the age of 43, the thought of like running and doing something hard actually seemed like a seriously fun, good time. And I think it's not like when you're a kid, running is fun and kids run around everywhere and you're like, yeah, let's run up this hill or, you know, let's run down this hill. And it just seems like fun. And when you're a grown up, you're like, oh, I don't want to have to run up something, you know. But yeah. then to have it dawn on you that running is fun and it's like your chosen thing to do for fun now was really refreshing. Good moment. And, it, yeah, it just it helped me look at my training and remind me that I do it because I love it and it's fun. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, that reminds me of you always people talk about type 2 fun. Yeah. Do you know that term? I've heard of it, so, yeah, but can you explain I guess, it to So me? in running, oh, running, it's just type 2 fun. So type 2 fun is something that basically it means, and this is without me Googling it, but um, it's at the time it's not fun. Yeah. But it's fun in hindsight. Oh, and okay. So, yeah. So at the end of the race, like the race is hard, yeah. but at the end you get that, the yeah. endorphins and the stuff, well, yeah. and then you also get the But even like I'm talking like, a miserable race, like where it could be like, oh, I, I pooed myself. Yeah. Uh, it's raining cats and dogs. Yeah. Can't um, feel my hands. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and then all you can do is sort of laugh. And that's sort of because that's type two because you're like, I'm going to laugh about right. this later. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. 
So not just any race, not just the yeah. post-run high, but yeah. So anyway, so for you, a lot of people, that's how they see training. Yeah. And I'm more of a believer in, in literally, again, enjoying the training and, yeah. and going. So like the monofartlek. smarter miles rather than yeah. further miles, like getting the same bang out of a shorter, so if, a smaller buck, so well, to speak. Under, but no, but like basically with, um, with speed work. Yeah. It is supposed to be a little bit uncomfortable, but the biggest problem is with speed work. Yeah, is people do it either too much, yeah. or too fast. Yeah. I mean, yes, you've got to run fast sometimes, mm. but I, and this is the thing we talk a lot about, like zone two running, and that's super important. Like, yeah. it is. It is the bread and butter. It is the it is the bottom of the pyramid. It's a huge amount of what you need. Yes, but it's your fruit, fruit and vegetables as opposed to your no bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah, I get what anyway, you're saying. I'm can't, not very good at the, doing the food analogy. Yeah. It's just really important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what else is important? <laughs> no, actually, cake is a better one. Zone, it's the bottom of the cake? It's the it's the actual cake, zone two. Oh. And, and so it's... It's and the then, base of everything. Yeah, of course. Does that make sense? Yeah. It helps you. And, and so, then, like, the speed work is, like, the icing? The uh, Let's say... Or the... Yeah, yeah, this could be good, actually. Okay, yeah, so, all right, lay it no, on me. I'm thinking like a wedding cake. you got your tears. No, no. Don't, let's not go into tears. That's a good idea, though. Just a single tear. Yeah, okay. Wedding cake. Um, and so basically, zone two is the inside part of the cake. Yeah. Okay. And then what's that? It's like the marzipan. Yeah. That thick, and it's quite, usually it's quite thick. Yeah. I deliberately, that would be your... Make up probably not even the entirety of your speed work. I would say okay. that would be your threshold running. Yeah. And yeah, your race specific running would be the marzipan. Okay. So so what are the fondant bride and groom? The fondant bride and groom on top. Yeah. <laughs> are they your speed work or are they the race itself? No, they, I, no so tempo on that is speed work. Oh, okay, no, okay, yeah. okay. Okay. No, you're getting close. So what yep. goes on top of the fondant usually before we get to the – I mean, it would be a boring cake if it just had just plain I don't fondant. Know, a floral array? What do you So the floral a... array. Okay. There you go. Perfect. Right. Otherwise, I'm just – we're going deep with this analogy. Yeah. I think it works. Yeah, okay. um, So um, that dog wants you to throw <laughs> I know. Throw he's driving me crazy. dog's in here trying to play fetch with us. Can't you see we're recording a podcast? Yeah. Get out of it. Um, where was I? I don't know. No. Floral array on the top floral of the array, cake. That there. Oh, sorry. The thick marzipan also, I would also include strides in there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So all of those things are not that stressful on the body. Yeah. Except for a vast amount of threshold work. Yeah. Okay. Strides are meant to be relaxing. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. Or like fun and easy. But yeah. the, the floral arrangement, that's your zone five speed work okay so that's the stuff like the piping around the edges on top the really no well the, yeah there's not much of yeah, it yeah yeah in comparison to the rest of the cake yes and then um you've got just like i'm talking like as hard as you can efforts at 400 from 400 meters to yeah. about 1k yeah so that where you're getting your heart rate well over 80, 80 and you're feeling uncomfortable yeah but you stop before you vomit no they're the kind, so no, these, so that's all of that. That's like you just described, basically described threshold work. Yeah, is in that in the fondant. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and so the the I'm talking 
This is stuff that's over your threshold. So over threshold is yeah. really small stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's the vomit inducing stuff. Okay. So, um, if you were a so as an ultra runner, yeah. And this is not even talking about hills. Mm -hmm. So for an ultra runner, the um, you would have less of the fondant, so yeah. it would be a little bit thinner. Yeah. But more of the cake underneath. Mm. But you would still have a little bit of, of the, about the, the piping on the top. piping on top. I see. And if you're a five k runners, yeah, like the the ones that more the top fondant, level, so much fondant. Yeah, they but they do. They, you know what they do? What? They have a separate cake that oh. has just their cake. Oh. Do you like my analogy? Can I have a separate cake? Yeah. No. I'd like two cakes. Do you want to become a five? You, I'd like to wanna, become a two cake a day lady. <laughs> two cake a day lady. <laughs> yeah. Say hello, PBs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wrong PBs though. More like LBs. Pounds. <laughs> LBs. I just made that. Just make yeah, a joke. That was good. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. As far as my training goes, I really like, um, like, dare I say it, hill, hill run, like the, the 1K hill repeats. Yeah. What kind of hill do you run up? What's the gradient? No greater than. I, I I'm just, a, it's a test. You've got to know this. I send you the I send you the work. Then it comes up on my watch, and I look at it, and I go, "Roger that," and yeah. then I do what my watch tells me to do. Okay, so and then you analyze my about, results and tell me if I'm doing it right or not. About ten percent. Yes, because once once you get over about ten percent gradient, mm -hmm. it becomes unproductive to run. Yes, and you. So the idea is that it's a runnable hill. Yes, yeah, I always say that. Yeah, because I think it's important, and with vert training, a lot of people go. Steeper is better always. Mm. And steeper is good, mm. but you, everything has a cost. Yes. You lose speed, but you gain, like, strength. So yeah. you've got to balance it out. Yeah. So I do steep sometimes. Yeah. You know, you want to find those really steep gradients that are 25% or more, mm. but you don't want to do too much of that. Just no. sl slows you down. Yeah. Can lead to injury. And you, how much of that is going to be in the race that you're going to be doing? Yeah. It's yeah. minimal. Exactly. And And... If you want to become a good runner, you've got to run. Yeah. And that sounds really obvious. Mm. But, yeah. but Yeah, so I do enjoy those. And I think one of the things. Moderately steep. Yeah, hills. one of the things I enjoy about it is that I will do it on, like, the same street. And so I enjoy running past someone as they're, you know, sort of walking up the hill and then running past them again on my way back down and then running back past them while they're still walking up the hill. I love that little conversation that you have where they go, oh, are you doing this twice? You go, I'm going to do this five times. Oh, I wouldn't run up this hill five times if you paid me. You know, I just like little interactions that you have with people. Yeah. Running it's past awesome. the same builders five times. And you go, yeah, hello. Actually, well, ten times because you run past them on the way up and on the way back. Yeah. And you're like, oh, they really think that I'm trying to get their attention. They're like, here she comes again. <laughs> Look at her. We're not looking at you, love. You know, <laughs> I think every time and I'm like, oh, they must think I'm such a desperado, like running past. Oh, here she goes again. That's nine times. Will she do it again? <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> That's right. Maybe you just, you just say, look, I really like this street. To I be feel, honest, I'm, most people get it. Sometimes I want to wolf whistle at them. I want to like flip it over and just be like, hey, fellas, I see you in your short shorts. <laughs> I'm coming back. I'm going to have another look. 
You know what you should do? Your mm. reps should get shorter and shorter so that you get, you're passing them more and more frequently. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you put down another button? Unbutton that shirt a little further. <laughs> mm. um, no, but the, back to your... <laughs> <laughs> Back to your heel wraps. Yes. Yeah. So how fast do you do them? What effort? Comfortably. You want to be able to get through it. So, and if you're going to be running for a kilometre up a hill, yeah. you want to be able to do it. Is it zone two? No. 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 No way. It's meant to be an effort. Yeah. And this is one of those times people are like, zone two, yeah, important. But this, these runs that you're doing are yeah. like zone three. Yeah. I'm, when I say and comfortable, I don't mean like you can have a chat on the phone. But You've got to work not a bit. so that you're yeah. like exhausted by the time you get to the hill. Yeah. I, and I think they're great. The There's a lot of benefit. You, you've got to run in zone three sometimes. You've yeah. got to run at all speeds at some point. Yes. Just, but the problem is a lot of people live in zone three yeah you know and so, then it's just uncomfortable all yeah. the time yeah no i spend a lot of if you it's really empowering a lot of people say and i i appreciate which is just run easy sometimes yeah and go you know what? i can just run easy yeah um and so um but yeah but now when you do the run the zone three runs on the hills it's great because it actually puts less impact force on yeah. your body so you're working without hurting yourself too much yeah you just take it nice and easy down the hills so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, it's really good. And you do find that as you're going, you seem to get a little bit faster on each time. Yeah. And even with your running down the hill, even when you feel like you're just going, you know, you're barely yeah. moving, your times are still increasing every time. Yeah. I find. No, it's weird. And without, without feeling like, yeah, without yeah. feeling like you're exerting yourself yeah, it's more. Really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. It's, well, it's and I found that really exactly. exciting and yeah. and um and really um like building in my confidence because I was like, oh, empowering. Yeah, empowering. I can run up this, and bloody hell, if I didn't get quicker every time. Yeah, and it's good. And yeah. then when you go, and then when you go and approach like a really steep hill in a race that you have mm. to hike. Mm. You can go, well, I can, I've, it just makes you, it does help you with your hiking power yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, and it makes you more confident because you're like, oh, I know that I, I physically yeah. know that I can run up this if I need to. But yeah, it's funny with hills. I know I talk about it a bit, like hills are so important, but there's, it's, it's so to a flats. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. You know, flats serve a great recovery purpose you know mm. and, and um and they're good for like they're good for your flat running endurance yeah, you want to get fast and people complain about the flats uh, uh because but i mean like you've got to embrace it even this race i was training for yeah i was still running flat a, lot of, a yeah, couple of times a week exactly and and it's when you're on those flat runs yeah. daniel that sometimes if you're running in residential streets you'll see some truly amazing things people yes. people in their front yard not knowing that you can see them in the nude for instance, having a quick water, someone taking their garbage out in their underpants. These are all things you might miss. Yeah, that's true. That is one of the positive things about... Um, and that'll give you a laugh for a couple of blocks. Yeah. yeah. I've seen some interesting things. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Someone so, riding a gopher so tow towing a, a garbage bin down the road. You've seen these things, Yes. You? Yeah. Yeah. People smoking joints in their cars. All sorts. Yeah. And yeah. if it's coming on to night time, you can see inside people's windows as well. So you're like, oh, what are they having for dinner? I like you can How's smell they... everyone cooking. Yeah. yeah. How have they furnished their lounge room? Yeah. You, you feel know? like a store. Don't, I think you're revealing a bit too much. 
Stalky next Everyone stalker. likes to look through people's windows. So if you're listening to this, that's why on Play close your blinds. They have a whole segment on what's in the window. <laughs> <laughs> Which window are we looking in? The, the one with the curtains open and the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's enough. That's enough. Enough of you, Stalky. <laughs> I'll call you Tom. <laughs> Peeping Tom. Peeping Tom. <laughs> um, so that. I guess that was good. That was a good breakdown of what yeah. we like about the hills and all that. Yep. Um, anything else? Any other questions? Do you have any great, oh. any any deep philosophy? No, but I would really like to hear other people's running experiences. I really love seeing people funny like things. yeah, seeing like things that people have seen while they've been out on a run. Yeah. You know, exquisite posts they might have run into that they didn't notice, and oh. given a carload of yeah. people the laugh of their lives. You know. I don't know if you remember, a few years ago, I was, I'd been an awesome, no, this is a good thing. Yeah, no, I'm just. Don't make it. I know, yeah, I've got sorry. Lots of, we're not doing embarrassing stories. No. But I found 20 bucks, remember, or 50 bucks that time. Oh, yes. On the, on the road, and there was no one around. That's right. And it was like right at the end of my run. Yeah. It was like I just, I felt like a professional athlete. Right? <laughs> like, I got paid at the end of my run. 50 bucks? Yeah. We're just for going for a run. Yeah, and so oh. I went and did another loop. There was not another 50 Not bucks. another 50. No. That's um, a shame. But yeah. It's, um, yeah, and you've had lots of good stories, maybe, yeah. yeah. Share a story and, yeah. we'll, and we'll read it on the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good, a positive Any experience. fun run story that yeah. you've got that you want to share, we'd love to hear it. We'll talk about another, another time we'll talk about a not-so-fun run or something like that. Worst run. Oh, okay, Debbie Downer. No, only both. It's good. I want to hear more, but this right. week, only the good stuff. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we'll, um, we'll wrap it there. and then. Um, Where can they write in their funny stories to? Oh, they can put write on a piece of paper, on a note, get your quill out you know, and you, and then write it. I don't know. It in an envelope. Imagine I'm me listening to a podcast and I go, I've got a funny story, but how do I get it to Daniel and Kate? Well, I'm just giving them an option that they might have forgotten about. So You're going to give them our home address? How to post a letter. <laughs> I put it, goes in P.O. box. <laughs> no, it's not. We don't have a P.O. box. I'm surprised that people still do. I know I'm not really surprised. But you can email it to us at, um, I don't know, the email address on my Facebook. Or just go on the Facebook page. There you go. Distance Runners Unlimited, all the trail runners experience. Or just send one into my personal inbox. It's fine. Slide into my DMs. Yeah, why not? Slide into Kate's DMs and make her laugh. Yes. But no, nothing sexual, perverts. <laughs> I heard someone shit themselves at the city to bay. Oh. Yeah, I heard there was a gravy train a-flowing in Not... the back of someone's legs. Oh, city to bay. City to bay. Yeah. More if like... that was you, let me know how you feel. More like shitty to bay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great place to end it. Exactly. Okay. See you later, runners. I'll see you later too, Marjorie. We're still here. Oh, are we? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see you later, runners. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to say something. Okay. Adios. <laughs>